You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. All right, I have some new tour dates to announce. Uh, We've just added a third show in Milwaukee on September 9th at the Riverside Theater. Tickets for that are on sale now. I'll also be in Oakland, California, Akron, Ohio, Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Some of those have new shows. Those are all at theovon.com slash T-O-U-R. And thank you so much for your support. New merch for you merch heads out there. We've got some new shorts. That's right, the Rat Life shorts in blue, salmon, and sand. We've also got the new tie-dye, be good to yourself, teas in aqua, creamsicle, and indigo. Get that and more only at theovonstore.com. Morgan Wallen uh, cut his hair. He cut his hair. And we don't know why. We don't know why. But we are. We're praying for him. We're with him still. So, okay. We love him. Um, good day. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good time. Good tidings to you. Wherever you are. Man, uh, happy uh, August to you. Mid-August. Can you believe it? Can you believe it that school's back in? Can you believe it that life is just continuing to happen? Life just, life just keeps happening. Life is like, hey, guess what? And you're like, what? And it's like, Bam! More life. It just never stops giving you more life. That's life. Unlimited life. Hey, you want another scoop of life, boy? And we are happy to be alive, though. I am. I'm happy to be alive because this is it. You know, I make that choice some days. Some days I don't. But some days I say, this is it. And how am I going to handle it? Um, the other night a guy was giving me directions and I'd, I'd pulled over and I was talking about something and he was explaining where something was and he goes, it's right over there behind that. Um, and they had a lit up sign. It said flea market. That's what the letters on the sign would say. But uh, some of the letters had were burned out and this guy was, um, 
I don't want to say homeless, but I would say semi-homeless. Or hadn't, you know, this guy probably, I bet this guy hadn't been home in probably probably 12 or 14 months. So he was like a street baby. And so he was trying to give me, he'd tell me where this place was that he'd went to. And he goes, it's right over there behind that. Um, and he sees the big sign uh, on this kind of building space that says flea market. But some of the letters were burned out. So it just said F-L-M and then K-E-T. Those were the letters you could still see. So instead of just deducing that it said flea market, the guy's like, well, it's, you know, it's right over behind the, um, the, um, Right, it's right, if he goes, if you go right behind, you see that, uh, that cat, and I'm just thinking, like, how did this guy not know that this sign says flea market? Just the, br- I mean, he was like, it's, you just go behind the film cut, just go, you go right around there and you'll be there, he said, you'll, you'll, and you'll get there. And I, sorry, I don't know, that just made me laugh. You got to go right, if you go right behind the, you'll get there. That's where it is. It's behind the So flea market. Flea market. Anyway, I don't know what that all meant. Um, good to be with you. Happy school time. I know a lot of you, uh, a lot of you, you have children going back to school or you're going back to school. Um, some of you have never been, some of you can't read and that's why you listen to things. Um, but God, do you remember it? Do you remember it? Going back to school. It was such a big time, you know. I remember first you get your clothes. You got The big thing was getting school clothes, you know. You get school clothes and you would set them on the bed. You had to see how they looked. How does this with that? Dude, sometimes I would even, I would lay down on the bed and I would lay my clothes on top of me instead of just because I you didn't want to put them on you you didn't want to break those you didn't want to be in them until that first day of school and so then you know you would get I would lay there in bed and just have them on me how do I look I'd make my brother come in the room how do I look I'd have them all just laid on me you know, almost like I was just um, deactivated or whatever, deceased. I'd just be laying there with all my new stuff on me. How do I look? Um, and then that first day when you wore the clothes, that was something crazy, boy. You'd put them on. You're like, this is it. We're ready. And we had to get to the bus stop. That's something we had to do for, for school. 
we had to get to that bus stop. And you know, if you, cause my mom would be gone. My mom would leave a note. Hey, I went to work or I've left you guys. It'd be something, a note kind of like that. Um, there's peanut butter in the fridge. It would say just something where you were like, okay, we don't have a chance, you know? Um, and then I'd put my book bag and I'd have to run to the bus. Our bus was, it was probably about two good real blocks away. You had to go two full blocks to get to that bus stop. Maybe two, maybe, maybe two and a half blocks. And I don't know if you have, maybe some of you guys have done like a, uh, 10K or a 6K or whatever. Hell, maybe some of you have, have done a couple grams of, of K, of ketamine, you know, some fish scale and, uh, you know, and just laid on your back, you know, semi-erect on some, on a stranger's balcony. I don't know that some of that doesn't matter, but what I'm saying is if you've ever been in like an adventure race, if you've ever done a 10K or a tough mutter or, you know, a March of Dimes, um, or a wad, a, a CrossFit wad, you know, those are tough things to do, but nothing is tough as being, let's say a fifth grader with a heavy backpack who is running to get to the bus stop, to not miss the bus, who is running to not miss the bus. Cause here's what starts happening. You get going. And you're going and you're doing good. You're like, bitch, I'm going to learn, okay? I'm going to learn soon, boy. Flip my cut. Flip my cut. I'm going to learn. But then that heavy backpack, it starts going. It's too heavy. It starts kind of wobbling too fast behind you. So now the backpack kind of has like an energy of its own. And you have to basically, you almost have to stop. Let the backpack come to rest. And then get going again. You know, because you look like a fucking, you look like a penguin that's just, you know, that's done a gram or something. That's grammed out, baby. Um, So that was always the most hectic was whenever you were late for the bus, but you had that huge heavy backpack and it would just like, it would start like, it would come around to the side. You, It was so like, like it was crazy when you were seeing your backpack, it would swing all the way almost in front of you on each side as you as the different legs of yours move forward, you know, because it was just getting out of control and you have to stop and let it settle down. And then you start going again. Um, so that was always, that was harrowing dude. getting to the bus. That was a, that was the toughest thing. And then here's the crazy part. As you were approaching the bus stop, you didn't want to run because you didn't want people at the bus stop seeing you run to learn. Because that was the most nerd shit you could be doing. Like, oh, this dude running to learn? We're going to, this guy is not, this dude is a narc, you know? This guy is trouble. This guy wants a future that was frowned upon. So you would have to like hurry, but not, as soon as people like were looking, you couldn't, you had to stop hurrying. Like, oh, I don't care if I miss it. I don't need to learn. You know what I'm saying, bro? Education is for dummies, man. Foot my cat. Foot my cat. So, uh, so then you had to kind of slow down. It was just this crazy, like, in our neighborhood, it was just this crazy thing to get over there. 
you know? It was this crazy thing. And I remember one time somebody stood in an ant pile at the bus stop and somebody's daddy came out and um, put uh, gasoline all over him to help him out or whatever. Um, But that was a crazy thing I remember about getting back to school. It was just such a harrowing time. Going back to school was just such like a... You know, you were going back to school. It was your, that was where the world happened. That was where you touched society. That's where you learned where you had a chance at meeting a a, a spouse or something, you know, or whatever. That's where it all, it was like, that was the, the Greek, the center of, of, of existence. That was the nucleus. That was the core of your earth at the time going to school. And yet, then you'd get on the bus. That was crawl. Oh. Dude, I remember I'd get on the bus and it was scary at fr- Like, you got on the bus, and first I remember our bus was, it was black and white children on our bus. So, first you had like these two chicks, they were both pregnant in each of the first seats. The first seats was for chicks that was pregnant or semi pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so you had, I remember one time we had these chicks, we had Tiffany and we had Largish and both of them, they had been, somebody lit them up with that seedling, baby. You know what I'm saying? That zygote, baby. (laughs) Somebody freaking, you know, put that baby that, uh, somebody put that goldfish in the bowl on them babies. So you had them two. Then in the next seat, you had like this brother, this dude. He had knocked both of them up. So he was right there, you know. This dude, fucking inmate Crandall, I think was his name. This bro, he was, you know, and that's a crazy name for somebody, but that was the name. They they knew about the jump, this dude, where he was headed, bro. So that was it, that, you know. That was it. So you had, and, and I remember that dude, for 50 cents, he'd let you see his wiener. Or he would just show you his wiener for no money. So he wasn't like the best businessman, but but you had to see a little bit of wiener if you wanted to get past that second row of seats, right? And that, you know, that's just what it was like on the school bus. So you had to, you see the girls, you kind of do a little prayer for them and the offspring or potential offspring. You'd see inmate Crandall, you fucking nod at him, maybe peek that wean if he was showing root, you know. And then the next seat, it was like a, a mixed kid, right? And that was like, okay, this is. Because when you were on the bus, you kind of were walking past the seat so fast. You ha- it was hard to make choices. Where do I sit? Am I cool? Am I not cool? It was almost like it was like where God put you in a filing cabinet, or where life put you in a filing cabinet of how cool or whatever your status was in the world at that moment. Like, do you sit by the kid who's playing a, a a Game Boy or a Switch, you know, a Game Boy at the time? Would you, okay, do I sit by him? That dude's a nerd. Do I sit in this seat? Sometimes you sit in the seat and they'd have a, co- you know, some weird kid in there, you know. My, we have, my mom's missing. 
you know, and you're like, oh, fuck, dude, you know, and the kid's got fucking rope burns on his wrists and shit, and, you know, and you're like, well, are you, is everything okay at the house? And he's like, we love Houdini, you know, he's just saying, like, you know, we watch David Blaine videos or just something, whatever somebody told, you know, his captors told him to say or whatever, and then um, you get to the next row, and it was like, two girls that had just gotten their first thing of fucking lipstick, right? And their moms was on pills, and so they were, they were just, like, just had made their lips, like, as big as just, I mean, they just, as big as mine. And you were like, okay, do I sit by the jocks? The jocks seem real cool. They're, you know, I don't know, I don't sit there. It was kind of where you figured out where you sit, you know? You know, do I sit by, you know, the girls? No, it was hard. It was like, oh, God, that's a cute girl. She's kind of quiet, you know. Then there was some kid like who had a broken arm or something. Like, I'm not fucking sitting by old bad luck Hanson right there, that dude. But that was always a crazy time. I remember getting onto the school bus and being like, okay, where do I sit? Am I cool? Am I not cool? And you couldn't get to the back of the bus was like the old kids. So you had to, so if you weren't old, you had to figure that out before you got to the back. You know, and finally you duck in somewhere where just somebody seemed safe enough or cure or just nervous enough or uncertain enough as yourself. And you'd sit down and you make sure, okay, I got my book bag. I'm okay. I got my shoes on. I got my hands on. Everything's fine. You know, and you'd sit there and you just look forward. And then the bus driver, they would just, somebody would, you know, call the bus driver. Um, and, uh. And I don't want to say it, but I said it. And that's what somebody would call the bus driver. And then she would stop. She would stop, boy, because I think she questioned her sexuality and she would pull that bitch over. And that's when it got insane, you know. And it was like, I just want to go to school. I can't fucking live like Mad Max every morning just because I want social studies. But God, that was harrowing, man. That was harrowing getting to school. And then remember you would, sorry, it's just school time, so I'm just reminiscing in my head. Remember you would talk, the night before whatever you talk to your friends, okay, we're going to meet. We meet by the overhang, by the tree. We meet right there. We meet at 810, right? That's when we get, it's like smooth as could be. Everybody knows what to do. But then you would walk, you'd start walking up and everybody's meeting at the same spot. And you're like, I don't know what to do. And then some kid runs up and it's like some kid named Damien or whatever. And he's like, our house burned down. And you're just like, what in the hell is going on? Oh, It was just a lot, man. The first day of school was a lot, and everybody had their new clothes on. You were so scared about who was going to look at you, who was thinking about you. Make sure you walk normal, left, right. Seem cool, seem cool. Are you cool? No, you're not. Pretend you are, bitch. 
That was the kind of shit that was going on in my head. Seem fucking cool, motherfucker. What is wrong with you, you little bitch, huh? I will chew your ass cheeks off of your off of the back of your wiener, you little bitch. That's kind of what like the voice in my head would be like. It would be like, seem cool. And I remember one year I had so much acne, dude. My whole face was just acne. And like if I smiled, like four pimples would pop. It was, it was, I was afraid to make any fate like crazy facial things. Like any, I don't know what they're called. Like, what's it called when you're like, you go like, you know, like, ooh, you know, or um, exclamations, I guess. So, what else do I remember about back to school? If you guys have some back to school moments that you really reflect on, why don't you hit the hotline with them? Maybe I'll try to make a special clip next week that we can put out that's just about that. But yeah, I remember that back to school, it was just nothing like it. It was just so, it was such a, the build up to it was just insane. And getting there and, and sitting in your desk, okay, I'm safe, I'm in my desk, you know, and you just, I, I never wanted to be alone, I always wanted to be with somebody, with a buddy, walking with a friend, like, because if you were alone, then it felt like you were susceptible to anything, but if you were with some friend, you felt pretty, okay, not here by myself, God, I just remember all of that, Mmm. Flimkit, Yeah, just drive around the flimkit, flimkit. Do you mean flea market? Um, what's up? Yeah, I know Morgan Wallen cut his hair, and we can't handle it, and we don't know how to deal with it. But you know what? It's not our thing. It's his hair, and he can do what he wants with it. And we just, I don't know. We don't know how to feel about it because it's something new. But that's okay. What do we have in the universe is happening today? Um, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you for just for coming out the places people have come out recently. Um I get, man, some of them have just, we went up through like a bus tour through up to Atlantic City in Uncasville, uh, Connecticut. Um, Uncasville. And I think that's that British came over and did that. Uncasville. The British, dude. They, and I know why we got to get over there and perform in Britain soon, but. Can you believe being British has to be wild, you know? Because you don't really, you, you don't have any superheroes. You don't have really any superheroes. You have, you have Paddington Bear, right? Which I kind of get. He's like this kind of like, a little just like, oh, hey. You know, kind of little, oh, kind of. I'm Paddington, you know, he's like, whatever, you know, he does his thing or whatever. And then who else? Sherlock Holmes. 
So fucking. <laughs> if those are your superheroes, no wonder we left to start America. We're like, bitch, y'all got Paddington and fucking uh, Watson's daddy over here. Watson's pimp. Fucking S-lock, homie. We out. I'll get on a boat to nowhere if those are my superheroes, dude. So, um, but what else are we talking about? Other oh, news. Mm. Um, oh, Barbie. People seeing Barbie movie. And somebody asked me, they said, hey, buddy, you seen Barbie? You seen Barbie movie? And I said, no, I haven't seen it because, well, I'm an adult male. I'm an adult male. And I'm not seeing Barbie movie. Because I'll tell you why I think it is for children or gay children. Um, or child gays or whatever. I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody. I do not know the terminology. Um, and it's Barbie. And I'm an adult man. So I don't want to see it. And people are like, yeah, but maybe you should know. I don't want to know about. Look, when I was a child, if a man saw Barbie movie, then your mom was going to leave that man. And that's how you got a stepdad. People were like, hey, what happened to your dad? Well, he saw the Barbie movie. And my mom read between the lines and realized he was probably rubbing dudes off by the Shonies. And so now we're getting a stepdad. Um, what else in the news? Lil Tay is not dead. Uh, I don't care. I don't care if Lil Tay's dead or not dead, honestly. I don't know Lil Tay. I don't know Lil... Little who, little whisper, little, little, little pussy. I don't know any of these people. Okay, I don't know who they are. Every week, one of them's dead or not dead. You know, many they're like, oh, many Ricky's dead. Did you hear? Many Ricky died. Oh, little muskrat took a couple. You know, somebody popped him with that chopper. You're like, oh, damn, little muskrat's gone. Damn. Every other week, you see, you know, little titty got popped. They got little titty. He was at a donut shop or something in Memphis, and somebody fucking rolled up on him with a bazooka full of COVID and fucking killed him. Every week, it's somebody, a little nickel or something, or twisted, uh, you know, uh, twisted biscuit. They got him. Yeah, they got Biscuit. Yeah, he was, they called him, he was walking to his car and somebody fucking popped off on him. Little dick ball, they got little dick balls, you saw him? They got little dick balls again. Oh, bro, damn, Tiny Benny. They got Tiny Benny, boy, you seen that? Yes, he was, uh, he was at an ATM over there behind the Wendy's and some goons rolled up on him. They got Tiny Benny, R.I.P. Tiny Benny. Every week it's some tiny, little, mini baby getting put, 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 oh. 
Every quit naming yourself little tiny mini baby. Oh, they got little dunk. They got a uh, mini uh mini Patrick. They got him. Oh, they got baby Zaire. Somebody fucking pow, 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 pow. every fucking week. Little tiny mini baby dying. Can we get one week? Where they don't kill somebody named Lil Tiny Mini Baby. God damn, bro. No one likes a weird beard. You see somebody sometimes, you say, dang, what's in your beard, boy? You got a sparrow living in there? What is that? I heard something chirping. I heard something eating a worm. Well, Manscaped now sells beard products. Keep that beard clean. Keep it tidy. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming changed the game. They're headed north of the Mason Dixon, you feel me? That was a bad pun. But they got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and now they're going a step further with a brand-new Handyman, an electric face shaver for a quick and convenient way to achieve a clean-shaven look. Beautiful. Looking for something, dare I say, smoother? Look no further than the Manscaped's new Handyman face shaver. So to get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEO at Manscaped, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code T-H-E-O. Hit the refresh button with Manscaped. Are you picking up burgers and hot dogs for a summer barbecue? You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? That's right. Ibotta. I-B-O-T-T-A gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Mm, pantry goods. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. That's right. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. Wow. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. That's right. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code THEO when you register. That's right. Just go to the App Store or Google Pay Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code THEO. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code THEO. What else? Um, great shows in Chattanooga, that city. I got to say, unbelievably uh, amazing and beautiful community there. If you've gotten to spend any time there in Chattanooga. Uh, my mother used to live out there. And um, and she, uh, so she, you know, she used to live in the hills over there somewhere doing something, spending time with some man. And it wasn't my daddy. I didn't know that man. Um, 
But God, what a beautiful place. We had a great we had a great time there. Then went over to uh, Memphis and did some shows over there. Memphis is, you know, it's uh it's Memphis, baby. You know, you'll be, you know, somebody they'll you'll be having a fish. You'll order or order you a cut of fish somewhere have two bullets in it. Like, damn, bro. This thing got popped, dude. They pop, 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 popping. You, have, you get you a little carp and it'll have, you know, somebody, it'll have, somebody been damn just damn pump, beat it to death. Like, God. They killed this. It has brass knuckle wounds on the side of it. Um, went to Graceland. And that was pretty impressive, you know. It was just, just beautiful to see. You know, Elvis, I mean, as much as he spent his life... Um, uh, you know, and he reaped a lot of rewards. He had a beautiful home there and a place for his mother to be. And um, it was just fascinating to see it, just kind of this place that he that was peaceful to him. You know, apparently he didn't Elvis didn't drink much. So, uh, and when he was at home, he didn't party much in Graceland. It was just a kind of a place to relax. His family was there, his mother and um, and grandmother, I believe, lived there. So that was a place that he, it was kind of like a respite for him, a relaxation type of place. And, um, yeah, so that was just, just incredible to see what was hip and what was vibey at that time. And, uh, it's a great thing. It's, it's a great little tour if you get to go see it. And then his grave is right there. I didn't realize that. So you go through this man's home and then you step out and he's right there, you know, he's, he's there next to his family and. Just powerful, and just how much how much he committed to entertainment. But yeah, we had a great we had a, a great time over there in Graceland. Um, you know, I want to take a moment to uh, to just express my my sadness for uh, Maui and for Hawaii and for Lahaina and the township there that really was just devastated by these fires. Um, I've gotten to spend some time over there. It's a beautiful place. And um, it's just heartbreaking. You know, it's heartbreaking. It's really interesting how this happened or why. or Because uh, a lot of, there's not a lot of natural fires over there. Um, a lot of it's usually man-made or man-caused, you know. And so, uh, I don't know. That doesn't, I guess, super matter. Just the fact that um, I know there's a lot of people over there who are struggling or who have family that are struggling. Um, and just uncertain, uncertain that they had something occur and now they don't know what to do, you know? They used to be so sure probably of things and now some of the uh, some things are vague. They don't know, you know, and just that uncertainty... Um, it's just got to be really tough. So just thinking of those folks today and uh, just taking some time to open my heart up to the world and and and, and, and share those feelings that uh, just maybe I can take some of the pain that, that any of them are feeling or any of us can, you know. I think that's what I try to do sometimes when I'm praying for a group or thinking about other people. I, you know, I say, hey, God, you know, I'm healthy enough today. If they have extra pain, let me have some of it. 
if you can take it off of those folks, you know? I think it's what we all kind of do when we're praying. That's what prayer kind of is to me. It's like saying, hey, I know there's some, there's too much here probably for someone to handle. How can, is there something I, give me a scoop of it, you know? Give me a scoop of it, daddy. And, uh, but yeah, gonna hopefully find some places to donate online as some of that stuff gets a little clearer as to like safe places to donate because a lot of scammers come out and, but anyway, just letting the people of Maui and Hawaii and, uh, Lahaina know that, um, that they're being thought of. And I, I know that they are by many. Uh, so anyway, just want to express that. Um, yeah, I mean, the, one of the wild things in Lahaina, they have this big, beautiful banya tree. Banyan tree in the Lahaina fire. It, it's just be, it's just it's this tree that, I mean, it's got forty trees built into a tree. It's like a tree's like, hey, watch me work. That's what it's just like. It's unbelievable when you see this tree. You're just like, God, how did it do it? It the the branch will go up and then the branch will come down to the ground and do it just it'll become another tree into the ground. It's like um, it's like a bunch of trees. Uh, it's like a bunch of trees just being buddies. It was an unbelievable. It was like a group of trees. It was like Tree Six Mafia, dude. It was you were like, how is this a gang? What it, it, this is unreal. Um. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. If you can look at this tree, there's some pictures of it right here if you're on the YouTube. And just, I'd never seen a tree like this. I didn't know what tree could do this kind of thing. And so that was very impressive. Um, But anyway, it's just an example of the ability of nature over there. When you get so close to nature and you're right up on that nut, that's what Hawaii is, boy. You're balancing on nature's nut. I mean, it is fucking natural, boy. You put your ear up to the ground and that bitch will tell you a fucking secret. You know, it's just Hawaii. There's no, you are in the dang, you are in, in the, in the damn vulva of creation right there. I mean, Hawaii, Hawaii is, it's unbelievable. It's the only place where you could fall down on the ground and get better. Like that's how much nature, that's how rich the soil is. You'll fall down and get up, and you're fucking you stronger than you were. Like, God damn. You know, it's just that kind of a place. Um, and if you see the footage over there, ah. Oh, anyway, God, I mean, this looks like the end of the earth. I mean, of course, a lot of these videos, too, they try to make it seem so much crazier, but, I mean, this is unbelievable. This looks like post-apocalyptic or something i mean this it's un if you haven't seen this it's unbelievable yeah just heartbreaking man really really heartbreaking and i I, i'm sorry i'm not trying to bring people's day down but just trying to you know say let us take a take take a moment if you have you know and i'm not trying to tell you what to do everybody's got their own things to think about and pray for but that's something that i've been uh just has been on my heart and on my mind 
All right, let's take a call right now. Um, as always, the hotline is 985-664-9503. Uh, here we go. Hey, Cleo, man. You know, I just came to watch your show when Chattanooga had a great time. It's Landon Geller. Hey, thank you for coming over there to the Nuga. you know? Them Nougars, boy. Everybody was out there. and um, Beautiful city. Beautiful, growing city. If you are looking for a place to get in, you can't get in early there still, but you can still get in pretty early. I think it's going to be one of the, um, I think it's going to be one of the biggest cities 30 years from now. Chattanooga, boy. Get your nuga. So, onward. And uh, I just wanted to tell you something. You know, I, I've been compared to you a lot, and I know um, I love you, man. Oh, praise God, brother. I love you too, man, and I love you like a straight person. Loves another straight person, buddy. And that's how I choose to love you. From a distance and in separate rooms, buddy, but I do love you. Thank you, buddy. Let's hear more. But the thing is, you know, my dad, he used to take me to the grocery store. And when I would go, I'd sit in the cold food aisle, and I'd wait for women to walk by while my parents were uh while my parents were grocery shopping, and I'd just sit in there, and I'd wait for women to walk by. Oh, yeah, buddy. He's a pervert. And that's what you are. And that's okay, buddy, because... Me too. Let's hear more. And every time a woman would walk by in the cold food section... You get to see their nipples get hard, and oh, God. you you wouldn't really know what to do. But I just wanted to ask you if you ever did that before. If you had anything like that, thank you, buddy. Oh, buddy, when them frickin', when them sprouters, boy, when that lady just just launched them front stems, homie. That's what I'm talking about. Them long freckles, baby. Them nipples. Uh, yeah, I like seeing them. God, when they get close by that cooler. And you, they'd be pick up that sack of tater tots, boy. And you'd see them damn, you'd see them tater tips, boy. Them nipples start looking. And a nipple, when it pops out, boy, is if you a man nearby, you think that thing's looking for you. You're like, hello. Yeah, when she would, when she would launch them fucking, them little titty straws, boy, them nipples. I liked them, buddy. I like seeing them. And it was, yeah, it was exciting, buddy. If you lurking in the cold food section, a little pervy, but kind of chill. That'd be the crazy part if you saw one in your mouth just still pursed up. Just... Cat. 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 Sometimes you just don't have you you got the letters, but you ain't got the words, baby. Flippin' cat boy. Um Yeah, I love seeing them. I'm glad you like seeing them, dude. And I'm glad we can talk about it in a safe space like this as two adult men that are not we're not lurking in frozen food anymore. I don't need to do that. You know? I don't need to fucking write dirty messages. In the uh, condensation in those things over there by the ice cream. Just right, you know you want it. You know, and, sh- and the people see that, they're like, God damn, boy. Or, you know, let me love on that little low, on that low monkey. 
you'd see it's, uh, you scribble that into a damn uh into the condensation in a frozen food section and you see a beautiful lady I happen upon that hey mommy let me love up on that low monkey praise god baby thank you brother thank you for that call and i'm glad you seem to be doing well uh let's take this call see what we got hey theo um my name's grace i'm grace i love that i love that and some people at different churches they don't respect people from other churches and that is called gracism when people have gracism they don't want they ain't offering grace to everybody. No, they're not. So, onward. An Alabama girl, but currently living in Hawaii. Um, and I'm actually coming to your show in Chattanooga and bringing my Filipino boyfriend with me. Oh, damn, boy. Mommy popping that Pino out, huh? That Filipino. And I've always wanted to create a wine called Filipino Grigio. And how that hasn't been done. And how that, you know, that, that, that there's not a Pino out there, a Filipino, Filipino, how there's not a Filipino, hey, 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 Filipinos, hey, 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 hey. Some kids, they, 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 they confuse jalapenos and Filipinos, you know? They're like, hey, give me, I want the hot dog with um, a couple of Filipinos on it, huh? 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 You know? Some people are like, yeah, I want that hot dog with the, uh, put two, uh, put you, you know, a couple of them Filipinos on there. Hey, bro. Hey, cuh. Hey, cuh. Hey, cuh. Let me get a hot dog with, uh, you know, put some of them Filipinos on that bit. Pinos on that bit. Pinos on that bit. Okay, sorry, ma'am. I'm losing it today. I was in the cold plunge earlier, to be real honest, and so I'm fucking, uh, I'm feeling alive, and I'm grateful for that. Um, and then we're going to go down to Alabama to visit my family, but what's the best way to introduce my Filipino boyfriend to my family? Everybody's very white, and um, I don't know, I'm super nervous about the whole, I guess, interracial thing. As bad as that sounds, because like my family's not racist, but still just like a different culture. Oh yeah, I know what you mean, honey. Yeah, it's not. It's just date a little bit of daytime racism, baby. What you're talking about? That's nothing. You know, nothing violent, nothing crazy. Just you know, every now and then, you you know, it's like you got something stuck in your teeth. You didn't even have any meat, but you just have. You're like, what is that? Damn. Is that an N word? You know what I'm saying? You just, you don't know. Sometimes you're like, that hat, you know, that's from previous cultures. Sometimes we still get things stuck in our teeth. Uh, just because other people been having beef, you know. Um, but yeah, I think the best way probably to introduce a Filipino to some whites. Well, uh, God, I think first of all, reveal, do a gender reveal. That's what I would do. Hide him behind a tree. Let everybody in your family guess what ethnicity he's going to be. And then run him out there. You know? Now, the crazy thing that happens sometimes if you run out of... Because, look, there's a variety of Asians. We know it. They're making more Asians. Every time you crack open a book, there's another, you know? 
or you crack open a tunnel somewhere in Vietnam and they got six, you know, two and a half new Asians in there. You're like, damn. You know, they're always reconfiguring. They're always moving a molecule here, you know, carrying the one, moving the decimal, you know. You got Korean, North Korean, uh, uh, Guatemalan, Filipino, Asian, North Asian, Korean. You got Vietnamese, Chinese, Chimpanese, um, uh, who else? Oh, Malaysian. What that? All of a sudden, you got Malaysian. You got something in front of Asian. You know, uh, you got Vietnam Asian. You got Chin Asian. You got Negrasian. Now, if you meet somebody that's Negrasian, that's new. There's some of them, um, but there's all there's. They're just you never know. Things are. God is doing so much that they're just unlimited. Asians have been, I've met so many new Asians, it's unreal. It is unreal, boys. Um, and all of them beautiful, beautiful Asians. So that's what I would do. I would do a uh, ethnicity reveal where you put them in a box or put them behind a tree. Um, and then you let your family guess what ethnicity is going to be and then get one of those smoke things and maybe it makes, I don't want to say yellow smoke. I mean, that's, you can't do that. That's racist. Um, just, you know what? Don't do the smoke thing. Have him come out from behind the tree and say, here he is. Uh, yeah. But if people guess, make sure they don't guess anything real racist. That's, that's going to be uncomfortable, you know, so, but yeah, I think you can handle it and I'm excited for you guys. And, you know, I think having a little Asian baby is beautiful. You know, I have to, I used to have a lot of dreams and there were Asian children in them and nothing was illegal in it. And it was, uh, it was, it was cool, man. You know, there's just something about an Asian where you are, you want to just, you want to, you want to do that to them, boy. You want to get it right up by them. Hey, buddy. I love you. I love you. You want to treat them well, so. But no, I appreciate it. And I think, uh. Yeah, and Filipinos, they are the, um, I mean, they're just so good. They're so good. I read somewhere, I think it was graffiti or something, but it was like, if you break open God's heart, that there's probably 30 Filipinos in there splitting an orange or just dividing up a bag of fruit or something. You want to keep your hair? Morgan Wallen lost his hair. We all, we, you know, who, what, who, what, you know, who did it? Why they did it? Why they did it? Keeps, helps men keep their hair. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35 years old. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Keeps. 
has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. That's incredible. That's right. Keeps is expert recommended hair loss treatments. It's really simple. Do you think you're going to lose your hair? Then you should get started early. If you're already losing your hair, then you should get started now. That's it, man, when it comes to hair loss. They have low-cost treatment plans that are affordable, typically half the cost of pharmacy prices. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Theo to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash T-H-E-O to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash Theo. On September 23rd and 24th, the Pilgrimage Music and Cultural Festival will return to the park at Harlandsdale Farm in Franklin, Tennessee. Now celebrating its ninth year, festival headliners for 2023 include Zach Bryan, The Lumineers, my boy Wesley Schultz over there, The Black Crows, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweat, and many more. Tickets are currently on sale at pilgrimagefestival.com. Pilgrimage Music and Cultural Festival, September 23rd and 24th in Franklin, Tennessee, just 20 minutes from Nashville. I'm so excited. I'm taking a weekend off of touring to go to that, and I'm very excited about it. Um, My uh, friend Kevin Griffin uh, from Better Than Ezra, which is a band that I've always enjoyed, uh, they... Uh, he puts it on. They put it on. They're going to be playing as well. So I went last year, man. It was really uh, something else. So I'm, I'm excited to be going to that. It's a great way to spend some time or, or get to Nashville to listen to music if you're thinking about doing that. What else do we have here? As always, the hotline, 985-664-9503. Hi, Theo. It's Joey from Canada. Hey, Joey, and we did a show out there in Edmonton, Canada. And the smoke came, and they canceled it. We had to move it by a whole day. And to everybody that came there for that first day, and we didn't get to perform for you, I'm very sorry. That was a tough one. That was a tough one, and that was a wild show. I'd never been in front of that many folks. Um, Learned a lot. Edmonton is real into Edmonton is, you know, it was... They want to be a big city so much. They want to, but and they are. They're respected. They are, you know, they're up there at the north. They're like as north as you could get. And they want to have crime. They're like we. Somebody got stabbed last last year. Brr, they say stuff like that. And there's always sirens going on. There's like sirens, like fire trucks go by and police, but there's nothing's going on. That's the crazy, like, I think they just hire all these sirens to go like, and the cops will be like, we got to go. There's a murder. There's a embezzlement. You're like, what? Really? There's nobody here. Who's doing it? But there's constant like, Whoa, some guy jumped off a building. Nobody did. It's just, there's, they want to be, they want, it's like they want to have some violent crime, but they don't have enough of it. So, but a beautiful place, wonderful people. Um, 
Okay, let's hear more. I just want to know if you have any tips on masturbation. You know, I've been having some tr- some trouble lately. You know, I just want to know if you have any tips. Gang, gang. But- You've been handing that yam, huh, Joey? You've been handing that yam, huh, big dog? You been uh you been burping that sweet potato? Huh, Bubba? Huh, Bubba? You been burping that sweet potato, boy? Oh, you been burping that sweet potato, huh? You been petting that fucking little chicken tender, eh? Eh, you been petting that chicken tender, huh? Feel me, kid. Yeah, look, I'll tell you this, man. A lot of times... I'm bored. I'm restless. You know, yeah. And it's sad. But look, I'll tell you this. Every time you jerk off, you take a part of you. You take the fucking cellular, most bright, most, the most, the most, the core of you. You take it and you spray it into the, into the dirt. You tell Mother Nate, you, uh, look. I don't care. Look, this is what I think. If you hold on to that gasm, baby, if you're a, if you're a, uh, if you, if you gather your gasms, baby, and hold them bitches close, you will, you will have a power inside of you. You will have a, some integrity inside of you, boy. And next time you burp that yum sickle, it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna put it somewhere where you mean it. Put, put it, womb it. Get you a love and womb it up. Who knows why we have a, a, a lot of the problems we have these days? Because most of our best nuts is in the, is in the plumbing. There, one city had too much nut in it. Where was it? City. I don't know. It might be urban legend or whatever, or even just a white legend. I don't know who started it, but, um, but I don't think we're supposed to be jerking off, brother. I've never jerked off and been like, man, way to go, bro. Um, I think about it like this, and I'm, what if you saw an animal somewhere, some kind of animal? What if you walked up on a lion, bro? You lions are tough, man. They're brave. They're fierce, right? They rule. They rule. And you walked up on a lion, and you saw him jerking off. Right? He's got his mane off. It's sitting on a nightstand or something next to him. You know, he's probably just had a thing of frozen yogurt. There's other women in the distance who are, who'd love to meet him. But he just jerked off over there somewhere. And you're watching him look at a screen and jerk his body off. And bust that fucking... And bust that frickin' 
that little sugar nougat right out of them and just bust that just just it would make you sad man it would make you sad and i think that's the same thing that god or not i'm not trying to put like a godly pressure but i think that's the same thing that the eyes of the universe see when they look at us sometimes like damn bro and I think it does something to us over time. It weakens us. I really do. I'm not blaming anybody's shit. I spent my whole 20s breaking, breaking these nuts off for nobody, for different plumbing. Anyway, I, we've gone off the rails here today. Here's a call we had come in. What's up, Theo? This is uh, Tristan from North Carolina. Tristan. Thank you, brother, for calling North Carolina beautiful. Uh, that's where Caleb Presley used to live and um, play quarterback. Let's just say it like that. Onward. I was wondering, is it gay to sleep with a shirt but nothing below the waist? Mm. Is gay is gay to sleep with a dude? That's the real litmus test, I think. Onward. Let me know. All right, lady. Okay. I got that one easy. Uh, hey, Theo. Uh, I'm from Arkansas, man. And Hey, brother. And thank you for calling in, man. And it's a beautiful state. My buddy Justin is from Arkansas, and he likes to gun down them gobblers. Last night, we let the liquor talk. Onward. They got this new law where you have to to get on pornography. You got to uh, verify your identity, you know, to get on there. And, I, and I'm 30, so I'm old enough. But I just really don't want to put my, you know, all my information on these sketchy uh, porn sites. So I was just wondering if you had any contact information for that guy that drew them good titties, man. If you could, just let me know. Get back with me, please. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the original website, baby, is your imagination. And that's the one, if you want to brew up a batch of damn knockers, baby, that's it. That'll do it. That's the one to use, man. That's the, that's the internet God gave us right there is that, is that uh, imagination. It really is. You know, and that was the internet that we had before we had the internet. And I think it's interesting. I was just talking about this on that previous call, and I'll try to be more serious here about it or something, or for some reason I'm feeling more serious suddenly. Um. Because I've had this same instance. You know, I was keyed on the OnlyFan, and I was trying to get on there, and it said, well, we need your information. I said, whoa, 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 buddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just trying to, you know, daddy's trying to, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, you know, robust, you know, I'm just trying to robust myself, you know, or really, you know, I'm trying to see something, you know, but it's funny. I didn't want to put my information in. So I said, Oh, I can't do this. I don't want anybody knowing. I don't want one of these sketchy sites knowing my information, but I'm willing to blast my, my, my DNA, which is the the greatest information I have of myself. I'm willing to leave that in a damn neighbor's yard. If it means getting that nudie off, you know, if it means churning up that gism, that food, kick, 
So that's, uh, I found it interesting too, man. I don't think there's a way around it. I think it's good if, I'm, you know, I think it's good. I think pornography really, and I'm not saying I haven't watched, I'm not saying I haven't seen it in the past week, cuz, cuz you know. But I think it has definitely done a lot of harm to men. And I think it's going to be something that it's funny because would you want your kid on there? There are people be like, oh, I don't, if, my, if I catch my kid on porn, I'm going to be whoop his butt. But then they'll be on porn. Now, I'm not pointing at these people saying they're I'm any different. I'm just saying it's interesting. So it's a lot. There's 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 some lines out there that we as men, we got to start to we got to start to, you know. We gotta put that steam in the kettle. Cause there's something else that happens when you're when you when you're when you keep all your all your uh your men in the boat. You 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 sail with a you feel like a tribe. When someone looks in your eyes, they you do you 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 are of what you're supposed to be of. You know, I just don't know. I don't know if a little bit bit of the world gets sad if we're just squeezing out. You know, if we're just, you know, frosting invisible strudels out in the world. But um, anyway, I'm okay with the porn laws. I'm okay with blockers on my phone and computer because those help me, you know, give me a little bit of a space before I'm about to go do something naughty to myself. <laughs> God. Anyway, what else do we got? Uh, let's see if we can get another call here. What's going on, Theo? This is uh, Chris from Dallas, Dallas, Texas. What's up, Christopher from Dallas? And thank you for calling, brother. Appreciate you. Onward. Just a black guy, you know, living out here. Okay, a black guy. Thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, a brother? I don't know, bro. Uh, Chris, thank you for calling, bud. Um, just a quick question, man. I've been kind of going through some things. Um, just trying to find meaning. Um, right now, I've been trying to build my life, start my life, you know. Um, and I really can't find the funds. It seems like I'm, I don't know where to look. You know, I don't know where to look to get that starter pack, you know, of life, create, you know, family and house and stuff like that so just been feeling kind of bummed out super anxious about it you know about anxiety uh, i just want to see you know what kind of words you got for me though just keep my head high keep my head high keep everything on up and up and you know gang baby thank you for calling chris um you know we got a guy coming in who, who knows a lot about meaning uh He's a smart guy. This guy, John Vervecki, is going to come in and talk. I'm going to get to sit down with him. I'm a little nervous because he's very smart. Um, or he has a lot of information. You know, we all judge. Smart can be a, a relative term. Um, but yeah, finding having meaning is important. You know, and I think there is a... And if we want meaning these days, we have to find it in ourselves. Um, and, and also in having a, a sense of community, you know, I think there's two searches that, a, that a man goes on. There's one is his own search. How do I have meaning? 
it's scary to ask yourself too, man, do I mean anything? Do I mean anything to myself? Man, that's a scary one, isn't it? Do I mean anything to myself? Man, that's interesting. If I'm thinking to myself, man, do you mean do you do you mean anything to yourself? Wow. I think my answer or what I'm feeling right now, I feel like I haven't at times I haven't meant anything to myself. But I'm not trying to make self-pity. Um I feel sorry to my to myself, not for myself. I feel sorry to myself that I had uh that I had chosen or that I was feeling that way. Because um And that, that I'm having trouble getting the because. I don't, maybe I don't have a because right now. I just feel like, man, I'm sorry that I that that I. I know it's weird to think that I'm talking to myself, but hey, man, I'm sorry that I that I didn't that that you didn't mean. Man, I'm getting a little confused, but I'm trying not to do. Do I mean something to myself? There's been times where I didn't mean anything to myself. And I think at the time I didn't know how to mean something to myself. I didn't even know that I didn't. I just felt a certain way. Uh, that I, I think it was just low self-worth. You know, I wasn't worth a lot to myself. Um, and now I think that I feel a little bit, I feel less of that. I'm able to say back to my previous self, Hey man, I'm sorry that, uh, I'm sorry you felt that way because that's not the truth. Um, the truth is you've always meant something to you. You just weren't able to access it or. Um, weren't aware of it. Um, I don't know. That, that that's a really interesting question. It's got me. Uh, it's hard to sh- it's hard to th- show you what I'm thinking sometimes, um, or to know if you're able to follow clearly with what I'm thinking or feeling, because I'm trying to feel it and say at the same time. That's hard for me sometimes. Um, but if you're thinking on this on a different level. First of all, I'm glad you're making this call because you're thinking about it. Yeah, what do I mean? It's something we need to ask ourselves. You know, what do I, I'm glad you're making me think of what do I mean to me? Do I mean anything to someone? Am I doing something where I deserve to mean something to someone? Am I creating a a, a realistic environment for meaning? I've struggled, I've definitely struggled with that. Now, if you're meaning, how do I get started in my life? I'll tell you the the best way. If you're poor, because I grew up right there, bruh. If you poor, walk outside. Look next door, bruh. Hey, bitch, that's me, bruh. 
That's where I right there. That was that right there. I'm not saying no flex. I'm not just saying, but this is how you get out of that. This is the number one job way I found to get out of that is go get you. If you don't have no possibility, like if you're smart and you're going to have, or if you, I don't want to say smart. If you do well at school, that's one way, right? You can do this. You can get you a job. Uh, that's one way to get out. Here's another way. If you're not that, if you don't love school, if that's not really your thing, you still want to get out of there, but you don't want to do something illegal, get you a pressure washer, bro. 100% cut. Get you that little spray rig, bro. Go around, drive to the nice neighborhood, the one you go trick-or-treating at. You know what's good. Go door-to-door, make you some nice flyers or something. Say you pressure walls, right? Pressure walls is costly. It costs you a few hundred bucks, man, to get things washed up, shined up. Wealthier people that have something nice, a lot of times they want to take care of their nice stuff. So they'll hire you to do it. That's the best method that I've seen in my life of somebody who didn't have that, that, that's one method I've seen. I'm sure there's countless others, but one that I would recommend if you poor, but you got some work ethic, how do I get to this neck? How do I be a business owner? And look, you're not going to pressure wash your whole life, but that's going to get you started. But that's the best thing. Let me tell you how pressure wash how much, how much for a decent pressure washer. Oh, bro, they got the nice one right here. This 3200 PSI. Hell yeah, bro. That'll fucking part your hair, bro. That'll part your scalp. That shit. Dang, dog. That thing's $330. So you can get you a low-end hog runner for uh for $300. You in the game. Now, you might want to get an LLC after you do your first couple runs. If you get somebody to work for you, you might want to get some insurance, but... Out the gate, man. If you get up and start working with this thing, you can make some money. So that's my current tip. People may say, well, I got, and if you got a good way that's not drugs or selling a puss or wiener and you want to tell somebody how to get out the uh, out of the poor neighborhood or get out of poverty, have some, have some, uh, meaning. It's a, it's a small way to have meaning, but anyway, brother, but those are some ways that I've, you know, that is one way that I've seen if you're looking for some way to get out. Um, but otherwise, if you're just looking generally for meaning, how do you get a house? I kind of, some of that stuff will come, but you know, uh, but how to create meaning is a great question. How to create meaning for myself. I think it's something I'm I'm f- still, you know, figuring out. Uh, I'm going to think more about it, though, and try to talk about it again. Um, th- And thank you for the call. What's one other call that came in here? Let's see about this. Hey, Theo. Uh, this is Donnie from Tucson, Arizona. And, uh- Donnie from Tucson. And I got a... Uh, Busted for drugs and had to go live with my mother there for six months. And and uh, I went to Santa Rita High School over there. And kids were uh, fist fighting. Oh, you want to box on me? I'll fucking fight you, dog. And the Mexican kids always talk like this, dog. Looking straight at the sky. I'd be like, dude, are you talking to me? And be like, 
fuck yeah, I'm talking to you. Like any, they could have been talking to anybody, bro. These dudes were talking to fucking astronauts, dog. Dog, I'm talking to fucking, uh, um, fucking Lance Armstrong, dog. The first guy to walk on the moon. I'm like, dude, you mean that's Neil Armstrong, dude? You're like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. You want a fucking box? So I went over there to Santa Rita High School where they had alarms every day because there was Mexicans fighting and doing um Mexican fighting. And they we'd I have to lay down on the ground because the the alarm would go off the uh it was a riot alarms. You have to lay down and eat a burger while you were laying down. So that was lunch every day. Uh onward anyway, sorry, making this about me. I just had a question, man. Um so I've been in a relationship with this girl for three years and she just cheated on me and I relapsed, man. I started taking Xanax again and she's the reason I got off of it. But after I found out she did that, another man was touching her. I don't know. I just lost it, man. And I don't know what to do. I've taken two weeks off of work right now and I'm trying to get back on my feet, but I just can't stop thinking about her and can't, can't focus anymore, man. I'm just, I'm feeling very lost. You know, I'm only 22 and I don't know what to do. I hope you hear this, man. I know you get a lot of calls and gang brother. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. And I'm sorry that you're, uh, going through this moment. Um, yeah, that's that that that's tough because then you got two addictions really, um, and it sounds like the addiction really. I'm no bro. I'm no scientist. You know it. I'm no uh, medicine man or therapist. But a lot of times I thought I had a drug problem, but a lot of my drug use was instigated by interactions with women. Right. So a certain thing would happen with a woman. I would feel some rejection or I'd feel some type of way or I couldn't communicate. And I, then I would do, do, do using drugs. So my re, I really had kind of two addictions. I had an addiction to, 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 I had an addiction to a, a relationship staying in a certain space. And if it got out of that space, I couldn't, ha- I was, I was off the rails. And then to help myself, I would use a drug. You know, to help put some control. Because some things about drugs, some drugs, it's like, I just want to control how I feel right now. That's it's about control. It's not even about sometimes being fucked. Yeah, it's like the byproduct of that. But I want to control how I feel right this instant. It's about control. That's why I didn't love drink. I like cocaine, bitch. I want to fuck. I want to fucking beer. That's what I'll, you know, um, anyway, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm being of any service. Let me listen one more time. After I found out she did that, another man was touching her. I don't know. I just lost it, man. And I don't know what to do. I've taken two weeks off of work right now and I'm trying to get back on my feet, but I just can't stop thinking about her and can't can't focus anymore man I'm just- right so right there you're saying i can't stop thinking about her so that's really the impetus of the issue you know um 
Man, I think there's there's you know there's there's groups called sex and love addiction, intimacy addiction, that kind of thing. You may reap something from it. You know, it's people that you know they call it sex and love addiction, but a lot of times it's just you know I remember if a woman broke up with me or treated me some type of way, I, I man I couldn't fucking breathe, brother. It shook me. Because the only way I valued myself was if I had some, if there was a value from a woman. That's the only way that I valued myself. And the second that gun uncertain or they weren't, uh, they didn't value me or they valued somebody else. Oh gosh, brother. I was, I didn't have a chance, man. I didn't have a chance because I didn't have anything else that was holding me up. The only thing that was holding me up was how you, what you felt about me, or if you thought I was, if you thought I was okay. That's the only thing that was, that that was my legs. And once that was gone, man. Now this was at a different time in my life, you know. But I can really relate to that, man. I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Um, now AA still helped me, and that may be a great place for you to start would be to hit some AA meetings, man. You can start with those on Zoom. You can even keep your camera off in some of them. So if you just want to sit there and listen. Um, and listen for the similarities, not the differences. That's what people say when you go into those rooms. I'm not trying to preach at you. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Uh, but yeah, God, that's a harrowing pain too. Because I think I always, when I was young, it was always so hard it felt like to get a woman to care about me. And once one did, man, it was, oh, fuck. You know, it was just, it was a lot. Anyway, I'm getting into a little, I don't know if it's self-pity, but I'm getting into a little something that's, uh, you know, I just want to um, make sure that I'm keeping it focused on you. But uh, I love you, brother, and keep your head up. And uh, you can do it, but you have to take some action. You, you have to take some action, okay? Or that kind of stuff will stick around. That same behavior will happen the next time that you have a relationship that happens. Um, all right, let's take another call here. Hey, Theo. It's Gavin Hans from a little bit lower from Albany, New York. Gavin. Up there in Albany, bro, Albany, or Albany. And that's where they used to have the Albany, um, a lot of racing dogs are bred up there and born. So, if you like to play the pups, you can do it there. Let's hear more. And today I had an incident. I'm a Christmas tree farmer. And today I had an incident with bees. Oh, yeah, boy. You damn God's gardener, baby. Dang, brother. You're Santa's Johnny Appleseed, homie. You damn growing Christmas trees, baby. That's what's up. I salute you. God, we need more people like you. All these other bullshit-ass trees, bitch. If every tree was a Christmas tree, God, how good would we feel? Onward. Today, an incident with bees, and I got stung, and I went to epileptic shock, and I... I epileptic shock, baby. Hell yeah, I used to listen to James Brown, baby, and that shit would fucking do it to me. Onward. I was alone. I couldn't breathe. I was passed out on the ground. I feel good. Na-na-na. I knew it I would. 
And the only thing that I had going in my ears, I feel good. I knew that I would get back. Was through my headphones was your podcast. And I was like, I got to live for this. So I got to, I got to stay alive for this. And I just want to thank you because you helped me control my breathing, be able to call 911. And I'd say you saved my life. So thank you very much. Have a great one. Amen, brother. That's what's up, brother. Flumacat. Wow, Flumacat. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you're alive, baby. Yes, we Narcan, dude. I, I, I'm just glad you're alive, brother. And that's it, dude. Sometimes you want to have something that's just keeping you at a comfortable level. And I'm glad it was a low-key episode where we were able to just be there for you as you laid there and fucking just took it from those bees. And I hope they weren't men. That's the gayest thing, I think, about getting stung by bees. It's like, was that a male? I don't know if you've ever had that where you just, it fucking two of them sting you and you're like, God, was that two men? Like somebody at least check that thing, you know, check that thing for that little, for that honey clam, baby, that check that bee for some cooter, you know, but anyway, I don't know. That shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. God does what he wants. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know where else we go from this. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of great calls that have come in. I tried my best. Sometimes, you know, people want different things out of different calls. It's always great to think together. Um, you know, things in my own life I've been dealing with or not struggling. I've been struggling still, you know, just worried about my own ego. You know, it's, that can be very scary. Uh, I've been dealing with some social anxiety a little bit. Um, and uh, some anger. Sometimes I, uh, you know, still battling anger, a lot of anger. And I'll notice that my anger isn't attached. It doesn't attach to the right thing. Something will come up in an unnecessary amount of angst, and anger will be attached to that. And it's like, man, this ain't, hey, buddy, this anger doesn't fit right here, you know? And so I'm having to kind of look at that and talking with my therapist about that. Like, why is, what am I doing here, you know? And having to talk to myself, hey, buddy, you shouldn't be this upset about this thing. So there's some, something in here doesn't, isn't correct, right? Or isn't, not correct, but isn't, it's not aligned the right way. So let's look at this and figure it out. Um, but I love the call about meaning. Um, yeah, some great uh, things for you guys to think about and, and, and give us some suggestions. If you have a good suggestion too, on if you're if you grew up in poverty, you grew up in a poor place. What's a good way to get to another level? Um, I know people say real estate and stuff like that, and but some of that it, you you got to get to a level where you can afford that kind of money. That's still you know having some money to put into something like a, a you know even ten or twenty grand to put onto a. Uh, an apartment or home or that that we got to get we're talking a step before that and we don't want to sell drugs or pills or diy um abortions or anything like that we want to play play within the rules much as we can you know what i'm saying but we're probably not. um all right man i love you guys uh be good to yourselves and we're gonna go out here uh 
you know, sometimes we don't even know the letter. Sometimes we, 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 we got the letter. We can't even say the words. Sometimes we, can't, we don't have it all figured out. I think this is a perfect episode for me for that. You know, this is a perfect episode when I asked the guy for, you know, he was trying to tell me how to get to the place and he just, uh, uh, cat. You just, suddenly you just don't have the words. Uh, but you try. They come in, they get filled, and you're like, oh, damn, flea market. Well, damn. cat, cat. Flea market. Yes, it's flea market. You know, we just try to stay alive and stay hopeful until uh, the vagueness clears or until we're given a stronger sign, you know. Yeah. So I hope you guys are able to do that. If there's something you're struggling with, I hope you're able to just stay in there and hold the line. Um until you get a stronger answer. And I think if I believe that if I ask for a stronger answer, I will get a stronger answer. You know, I really believe that. Um, thank you guys. Thank you for the support. Uh, hope you guys have a wonderful week. Good luck to everybody with their children starting school. And I know a lot of the moms, the second they get that child out the door, boy, they put on that Cardi B or that Shania Twain. Cardi B is just, just a single woman Shania Twain. That's all that is. You know that. Um, but yeah, good luck to all you parents who um, who are sending your children off. And, and, uh, and praise God, all you young bucks and young lassies that are starting up, getting your schooling going still. Stay alive. You know, do your best. Back off the fentanyl. We don't need it. And... Um, yeah, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, thank you guys for for being a part of my, uh, for being a part of this podcast and just for being along on some of this journey. It's just been so exciting and um, and interesting, you know, and I hope I just, uh, I, hope we, I hope we continue to um, get to learn more as our lives evolve, you know, and uh, you guys be good to yourself, baby. Yeah. Now I'm just floating on the breeze and I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this piece of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take